Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, a podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. Sorry I've been away, guys. Um, I had some stuff going on in my life. A couple things going down. Work's been a little busy. My wife is pregnant. Um, no excuse. No excuse at all. Just had a lot going on. Had a couple episodes that I had in the banger. Had a couple that I recorded that I just didn't like. Just because I, I didn't like where my head was, you know. I wasn't wasn't doing my best and I was kind of phoning it in and, and not having a good time. So I took a little mental reset Um, I posted about it on Instagram. If you guys follow me there, that's the best place to kind of find out about what's going on with the podcast. But um, you, I don't know, you you can expect me to to be back on track. Like I said, I I love doing this thing. I love making this podcast and I I love, you know, doing this with you guys. So I, I apologize for that, but I'm back and let's go back to weekly episodes. Let's get this thing moving. So in terms of players and acquiring new guys, we have acquired a shit ton of guys. I'm going to go over a, a mega episode either next week or the week after, kind of breaking down all the guys that we got this off season. But for today, I want to cover one thing and one thing that I think we need to kind of get out of the way here. What's happening with Alexi Lafreniere? So as of today, this is the last day in July. Alexi Lafreniere has not been signed. He's still a UFA. And the Rangers have about you know, two and three quarters of a million left to sign. They don't have much space. I don't know how long they can lock this guy in for or if they're going to lock him in for a long time. It's hard to say. I'm going to give my thoughts on it and then we'll go with what I think is going to happen. I think the kids line for the Rangers, the Filipino, the Capocaco, and the Alexi Lafreniere is a great line that we had, but I think that Coach Gallant, when he was the coach, he put too much pressure on keeping those guys together. Now, there's nobody in America, there's nobody in the world that wants the fucking kids to be together and to strive and to just do what they did, you know, two seasons ago. But I don't think it's going to happen. Honestly, what Gallant did right this year, one thing he did do right was split the kids up and put them on three separate lines with veteran guys. And they became good pieces. We didn't see that stick for a long time. But I think that was the right move. You know, I think Capo's a great first-line guy. I think Filipito would make a great second-line guy, maybe with Artemi Panarin. And uh, Alexi Lafreniere would be great as a third-line guy with the right pieces. And we have so many different pieces here now. We have so many different new guys that can actually do something and shake this lineup a little bit. You know, I don't think we'll probably ever get away from the Kreider and Zabanajad line. But, you know, if Capo Caco was there, you know, who knows what will happen. You know, if the second line was Trocek, Panarin, and Filipito, it, it could be great. And the same thing with whoever you want to put on the third line with Alexi Lafreniere. I think that it would be really great for us. But keeping the kids together, it just doesn't work anymore. I think that under Gallant's direction, it wasn't... I, I just don't think that the, the Rangers had much respect for him. And they didn't want to play hard for him. Now, I'll say this. I've said this to my dad. I don't really give a fuck if you like the coach or not. You know, you have an organization, a club, a league that you have to play in and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of fans around the world that love you and are showing up for you day in, day out. You got to do your best. I'm hoping that, you know, with Peter here as our new coach, I hope that LaViolette can kind of shake things up and make the kids work and make everybody work a little bit harder. 
everyone except for Igor. I think he's probably doing his best, but I think that these kids need to be broken up, and if Lafreniere is here to stay, he should probably be on the third line with some veteran guys that know what they're doing. As far as cap space goes, though, to actually keep Lafreniere and to re-sign him, I don't see him making more than $2 million, which I don't think he can even make more than $2 million unless we trade someone. I don't see anyone being traded right now. But I think $2 million is about what he'll get, and I can't see him getting signed for more than a year or two. Two at the max. Again, coming up in the next few seasons, I think we got one, one or two more seasons before Igor deserves a raise. And you know when that guy's contract is over, we're going to lock him in for another fucking eight years at probably like six or seven million at the least. Because the guy deserves it. He he's more than earned his, his increase in pay. And we locked him in at four million, I think, because we knew how well he was going to do. So kind of a gamble when we did Igor, but not really when the upside was there. And also he performed the way that he did. So we made out like that. But you got to expect that guy to make a lot more. So I can't imagine Lafreniere getting locked in for more than two seasons, and I can't imagine him making more than $2 million if we're not going to trade anybody, which I don't think we're going to do. So I don't think it's impossible for us to re-sign Lafreniere, but right now, things are up in the air. You know, He's the only person left that's not re-signed, so who knows? They might give him a one-year deal at like 175 or something. I don't know. Who knows what this and who knows what LaViolette's new lines and his new team's going to look like. I'm sure that he has ideas and I'm sure that he has a way that he wants to run this team and I don't know if Lafreniere fits there anymore because you know everybody else was locked in before Peter got here and it's just he's doing the best with what he can and honestly I don't think LaViolette has seen many Rangers games besides the ones that he played against the team that he was coaching and this playoff run right here I think that he probably went back if he didn't watch him live he went back and watched all the games against New Jersey and saw what he saw and I'm sure he sees a fucking weak team and I don't think he's probably jumping over any hoops to keep Lafreniere at this point now I don't think it's solely his decision but I don't think that there's going to be any real bite for him to want to save Lafreniere from getting traded if they want to trade him again young guy tremendous upside but you know who knows? Who knows if we can keep them? I hope that we can, but you never know. Again, this is just speculation. This is just my opinion. I just am looking at what's in front of me and giving my best guess. You know, that's what we do here. So I hope that we can keep Lafreniere. But at the end of the day, if we have any casualties and we lose any players, I guess that's the lowest hanging fruit. You know, I don't want Laffy to go, but what else can we do? You know, we're in a cap crunch. Everybody is. So we'll see what happens. I'm thinking that it's going to be within the next couple weeks, like week or two before we find out what's going on with Laffy, but I don't think it'll be much longer. I think we're going to find out soon whether he stays or he goes, and you know we'll just have to wait for that announcement, honestly. And that's it for today. A uh, quick one. I just wanted to come back, let you guys know I'm not dead. I'm still here. I'm sorry that you guys had to wait you know, an extra week for an episode. Again, I shelved some stuff, reworking some stuff. I'm going to have the big episode where I go over all our acquisitions, all the guys that we got in the offseason, where they've came from, what they're going to do this year, hopefully, and you know what some projected lines can look like with some of these new guys. We'll go over a little bit more about the defense again. I know we covered that last episode. Um, we'll go over that. We'll go over about my feelings about Jonathan Quick in detail and where I think Igor's head's going to be coming up before this next season so 
I appreciate you guys. I'm so sorry again for making you guys wait this long for another episode. But, you know, off-season's weird. If you were here last year, I fucking took a month off between episodes a couple times. So, you know, it's just a, it's just a weird time. So, I'll be back. I think we have, like, 73 more days before opening night. Something like that. Um, you know, we won't have to wait actually 70 days. We'll have, like, the preseason stuff. Which is the stuff that we really want to see. Which these young guys are going to be playing. And, and some of the prospects that probably won't make it next year. We'll see him play with some of our rangers and we'll get to see some cool stuff with that so again i'm sorry don't want to sound like a broken record but i am sorry and i will not make you guys wait that long between episodes again so i hope everybody's doing well out there i'm doing well don't worry about me everything's okay and you know we're just getting through it we're living life and we are waiting for the next season to start this is always the fucking worst time i swear it's literally awful but anyway just remember, it's not over till it's over. No quit. You go retrust, and let's go, Rangers. <laughs>